Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now you see, you're going to have to do something with your body, not God. He did something with your spirit. He imparted eternal life unto your spirit. And your spirit, which is the real man, became a new man in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now then you'll have to do something with your body. And that's what Paul's saying to the Romans. You need to do something with your body. You need to present your body unto God a living sacrifice. You see, God wants transfigured bodies. Yes, sir. It does make God some difference what you do with your body. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the series, Keys to Successful Living by Kenneth E. Hagen. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagen's classic message. So now then, we're living in the 23rd Psalm right now. That's present tense. The Lord is my shepherd. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Hallelujah. Now, we'll not quote all of it, but you go on reading through it, you know, and enjoy it. But now notice this statement there. He restoreth my soul. Does what? Restoreth my soul. Now, did you notice the expression? Actually, the Greek word translated renew in Romans 12, 2, and the Hebrew word translated restore here mean the same thing. After all, restore and renew means the same thing even in our English. For instance, here's, you have an old piece of furniture. Well, you don't want to throw it away. You want to save it. So you renew it or restore it. We have a chair. My wife and I have a, a chair that, uh, that actually I got from my mother when she went on to be with the Lord. And, and she got it from her mother. Now I can trace that chair back at least 125 years. And then I also have, a, well I call it a bookcase. You can use it as a china closet. It's, it's glass with shelves in it, you see. And also, that was my grandmother's. I can trace it back about 125 years, see. Amen. Now then, uh, we took this chair, though, and, and restored it, renewed it. We took this, this bookcase. I use it as a bookcase there in the study at home. And renewed it, restored it. You see what I mean? It's identically the same bookcase, but it's just renewed and restored. Do you ever stop to think about it? That's what he's talking about, the mind of man. Our spirits became a new man. It's brand new. Uh, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. One translation said he's a new species. That means he's something that never existed before. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See? But now the soul is renewed, restored, saved. See, he restores my soul. Praise God. Now notice this. Let's go back to our scripture there in Matthew 11. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. You'll find rest. Praise God, you'll find rest. But now notice this. Take my yoke upon you and learn. 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 Receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to do what? Save your soul. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed, how? By the renewing of your minds. You see, 
many times there's turmoil in people's minds. There's upheaval in their emotional areas because they have not taken his yoke upon them and learned of him. How are we going to do it? How are we going to get our minds renewed with the word of God? Learn to think in line with God's word. Learn, and if you don't know what God's word said, you can't think like that. Think in line with God's word. Train yourself that no matter what happens in life, if emergency arises, the first thing you think of is what does God's word say? What does God's word say? And begin to think right in line with what the word says. And you'll find peace that you couldn't have any other way. Amen. Isn't that right? You know, if you think after, you know, like, like man thinks, or the world thinks, you know, that's what it said here, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing your mind. Then you'll think naturally, and it, it, you won't have peace. You just won't have peace. I remember one time my wife and I were preaching in the western part of the nation, and, and there was a minister of the, of the gospel that went home to be with the Lord. Now, he was older, much older. So I, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 years older than his wife. And, and he just lived his life out, went home to be with the Lord, actually had a good and glorious home going. And, and we, we had, he had been a, a, a leader of his denomination. In fact, he had invited us to come preach count meeting and preach in all the churches in his district or area. And, uh, and so uh, we were in meetings there and had in close by, and then we had... Uh, go on to another meeting in another state. But we went by after we'd learned that he'd passed away, you know, to offer our sympathy and condolences to his wife. And so uh, she's just all torn up, you see, emotionally, mentally. Well, I just took her in the living room, you know, and sat down with her in the couch with the word of God by ourselves and began to point out scripture to her, you see. Now, what does the Bible say? You see, we, we ought to even at times like that. See, death hasn't been put underfoot yet. Now, it will be one day. And that'll be a glorious day. It's the last enemy. See, it's the last enemy that'll be put underfoot. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Glory to God. When, I, I, when that enemy, oh, hallelujah, is put underfoot. Amen. But it hasn't yet. I said it hasn't been put underfoot yet, but it will be. Yet right on the other hand, when death comes, we need to think in line with what God's Word said. And so I began to point out to her from Philippians, the first chapter, the 21st through the 23rd verses, where the Apostle Paul said, For me to live is Christ, and to die ends it all. It's hopeless and dark. No, no. To die is to gain. Gain. Glory to God. Now I said, you see, we think naturally. We think about me. I'm, um, you know, most tears are selfish. We think about me, poor old me. What am I going to do? I'm left. I. <laughs> oh, we might as well admit it. And, and, and then not only what we admit, we might as well admit we're all in the same pot. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've all been there. Amen. Until we corrected ourselves. Amen. To depart and be with Christ, which he said is 
gain, and he also used the term there, far better. Far better. For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Now notice that he said, nevertheless to abide in the flesh. Now the word abide means to live. Nevertheless to live in the flesh. See, he's going to live. It's not a matter that he died because he didn't. Amen. He's going to live, but he might not be living in the flesh. And so he said to live in the flesh is more needful for you because, see, he's writing to the Philippian church. If he's here, he could, he could write a letter to him. He could preach to him. He could be a blessing to him. He said, nevertheless, I'm in a strait. Did you ever get in a strait? <laughs> Betwixt two. He said, you know, he, he's sort of wavering here between the two of them. Having a desire to depart. See, when the Christian dies, he departs. Where does he go? To depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Now, you see, it already used the term, it's to, to die is to gain. Well, that's sure not natural thinking, is it? <laughs> I said, that's, no wonder he said, get your mind renewed, don't think like the world. Don't be conformed to this world. What does he mean, don't be conformed? Don't think like the world thinks. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You get your mind renewed with the word of God, you look at things differently. Amen. Amen. Now I said to this lady, you know, if, if you had a son working for some company here, now this is many years ago, you see, uh, here in America, uh, and so he just called you and just all happy old mama said, you know, isn't it wonderful? The company just, just gave me a raise and I'm going to make, you know, then 1955, $100,000, we'd say, we're going to make a million dollars a year now. And then all that, but they're going to furnish me, you know, a $500,000 home. Now then we'd say a million and a half, $2 million home, free of charge. Oh, and you just... Just start going into his text. Oh, isn't that awful? He's going to live in a million and a half dollar home. Isn't that terrible? He's going to make a million dollars. Oh, isn't that awful? No. What would you do? Well, she said, I'd just start shouting. I said, start shouting. That's where your husband, he's gained. Glory to God. I'll tell you, it's just like a, it's just like a dark cloud lifted from her head. And she just started praising God to shout. She couldn't hardly be still. Hallelujah. Now, Why? she began to get her mind renewed with the word of God and the peace began to flow in. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I remember in our hometown, little old Baptist lady, bless her heart, she didn't understand. She's 80 some odd years of age. The last time I talked to her, I think 83, 84, 85. A little bitty woman, white-haired, and, and, and she didn't understand about tongue, but I'll tell you, that woman was born again, and she knew the move of the Holy Ghost. Because she said, you know, somebody asked me about this tongue bit, and said, I don't know about it, I don't know. But said, I knelt to pray by a lady, and she started speaking in that language, and said, there's just a holy reverence came over me. Somebody asked me about it, and I said, well, that's the Holy Ghost, that's what it is. <laughs> said, she's just on a different wavelength than what I am. <laughs> Hallelujah. But said, that was the Holy Ghost. And she's right, she's right. Well, this dear old Baptist lady, all of her children were in the fold except one. That is to say, but one. He had been a veteran of World War Number One. You see, and I was talking to her. I'm talking about in the, the late Depression days, 1937, 38. You see, 
And, and so she, th this boy had never been saved. Even though he's raised up, she read the Bible to him when he was a little boy every day, prayed with him, you know. And, and, and he had been uh, injured, you know, in the uh, wounded and so on and, and gassed in, in World War Number 1 and was in a veteran's hospital, about 49 years old. And, and so they, they said he's going to die. So he said to the doctor, uh, I, I want to go home to die. But the doctor said, you'd never make it. You'd die before you get there. No, he said, I want to see my mother. Well, can she come here? No, he said, uh, my mother's 80-some-odd years old. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the DVD, Just Know God by Kenneth E. Hagan. The paperback book, Don't Quit, Your Faith Will See You Through by Ken Hagan plus the CD, Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones by Lynette Hagen. All three of these resources are offered for the low price of $24.95. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma. 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And then in November, guys, plan, or ladies, plan for your husbands uh, to come to Call to Arms. That is the men's conference. Yes. That is November the 7th through the 9th. Awesome time as well there. Oh, yeah. We got uh, myself and then Todd White and Andre Butler mm -hmm. as, as the night speakers. But then we have nine different workshops. workshops. That's right. And they are, I mean, it deals with the real nitty-gritty of what we men deal with in life. You're going to want to be here called Building Men of Character. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Keys to Successful Living. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.